Today on The Good Word, we're asking the question, is it okay to help other people if it's really helping me more than it helps them? Well, the short answer is yes. In fact, one bank recently put together a list called Seven Scientific Benefits of Helping Others. Here's their list. Have you experienced any of these from helping others? One, helping others can help you live longer. Seriously. Giving time, money, or energy to coach a community team, serve in a soup kitchen, improves health, reduces depression, and increases satisfaction in life. Do we even need to hear the other six reasons? Well, okay, here they are. Two, altruism is contagious. When one person does a good deed, it can trigger a chain of good deed doing. People who have been helped want to help other people. Three, helping others makes us happy. A five-year study of Americans who described themselves as very happy showed that these people volunteered almost six hours a month. This made them more physically active, socially active, and their brains got a boost of rewarding chemicals. Four, helping others can even help with chronic pain. One study showed that folks with pain found their pain reduced as they volunteered. Five, helping others lowers blood pressure. One piece of research showed that people who volunteered for at least 200 hours a year decreased their hypertension by 40%. Six, helping others promotes positive behavior in teens. When teens volunteer, they have better grades and a better self-image. Seven, helping other people gives us a sense of purpose and satisfaction. Probably none of those benefits from serving others is a big surprise. And while it's great to benefit from doing good, there is, of course, the other side of the coin, too. Almost all of us eventually find ourselves in a position where we need help. We just can't do it all alone. We've all known people who've had a devastating medical problem and lost a job, maybe would lose their home. We know or have been people in a between-job situation where the cupboard is bare and who knows how we will feed the kids tomorrow. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, Paul explains that even if we don't have much to give, even our willingness to give that little we have is more important than being able to give in great abundance. He said, For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man hath, and not according to that he hath not. For I mean not that other men be eased and ye burdened, but by inequality that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. As it is written, He that had gathered much had nothing over, and he that had gathered little had no lack. Which, of course, simply reminds us of what Jesus said, that inasmuch as we have done it unto the least of these, our brethren, we have done it unto him. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf put it this way, quote, While it is important to have our thoughts inclined toward heaven, we miss the essence of our religion if our hands are not also inclined toward our fellow man. Our spiritual progress is inseparably bound together with the temporal service we give others. Please do not think that this is someone else's responsibility. It is mine, and it is yours. We are all enlisted. In the Lord's plan, there is something everyone can contribute. We need to help others just as they need to help us. We were made to live and serve in families, in communities, and 
as we serve others. We bless ourselves, we bless those others, and we find we are serving the Lord Himself. And that's the good word. Good word.